Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And I'm Leo. Ooh, that was exaggerated. I'll give it to you, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to poke you every single time you come into the intro now, boy. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, so for this episode, we're going to cover the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, of course. We all went to go see it last weekend. Mm-hmm. I know Courtesy we of me. Yes. Thank you, Manny. Manny. Thank you. Yep. Manny's always ahead of us and buying up the tickets and then letting us know when when is time to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that. So I know we have the uh other anime review. Uh what was it called again, Manny? Mushishi. <laughs> yes. And we are not using this as a scapegoat to put it off. Definitely I legit. Not. Yep. Nope. Swear we're not, but <laughs> even though I already finished watching it. Did you really? No. Uh, who started it let's be honest nope haven't started it yeah i mean i played the fifth all right (laughs) but we did bring an anime review so we'll do jujitsu kaisen and then uh um mushishi will be coming after that uh we're also going to do a little topics on some slept on cars um leo's going to talk about a little bit of backlash going on with gran trismo 7 damn right Ooh. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a little bit of a repair issue I had with the truck and uh, my mistake that I did, and then we're gonna go through just basically some of the events upcoming for everybody to come and attend. Woo. So what? Yeah. With that, uh, Manny, why don't you kick us off for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie review, buddy? Yes. Uh, so like we did last time with the Demon Slayer movie, we're not gonna really do much spoilers on this one mainly just because this is a fresh movie and everybody wants to get the chance to watch it so we're not going to really talk too much about it but we're going to still dive in dive into some details like what our thoughts on about the movie throughout the movie and everything uh but overall again yes uh jutsu kaisen finally came out the movie here in the u.s and honestly this movie was just amazing i would say it was even much better than the demon slayer movie I agree with that 100%. It was everything the Demon Slayer movie should have been. (laughs) I mean, there was just so much. uh, I mean, the fight scenes, everything, choreography, animation was just so spot on, so well done. Like, I really got to hand it to MAPPA Studios. I mean, I know MAPPA Studios right now is getting backlash and has been getting backlash for, for some time right now. But they did an amazing job with this movie. Okay, what are they getting backlash for? Uh, I mean, what was it? I think their main art director left, and then the whole department left with the art director. And then I, I guess they got backlash also just because they took over the Attack on Titan final season. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it. Because when you, when you hand off a project that's already been seen through another studio's uh, hands, you can, you can see the differences, uh, how it's changed and everything. In terms of art style, animation, um, choreography, on a lot, a lot, on a lot of other stuff, but I don't know, man. Like, I mean, for the Attack on Titan part, I mean, I think it's really well done, especially. Yeah, no, it does look pretty good, so, and the movie was made also with a, I guess, like a collaboration, right? Uh, yeah, movies are usually always done with collaborations and stuff. Same yeah, with, same with uh anime series regardless it's just the main studios and mappa studios got it okay so toho was kind of like in a 
a helper to it. Toho does help a lot with with anime films. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, because there was a moment when the movie started, and I saw the logo for Toho Animation, and I kind of cursed your name because I was like, "Oh, I recognize that studio company. It made your name." And then I was like, "Fuck, I'm a fucking nerd now." <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. I was like, "Damn it, Manny's been sticking stuff in my head subliminally." <laughs> one never, of one us. Of us. One One of us. Us. <laughs> Dude, I never paid attention to any of that. And then when I saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I recognized it. And I was like, damn, I recognized it. it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, they, I know they were a part of it just because I had that little brief moment of depression. It was great. Totally One great. of us, like I said. <laughs> All right. And uh, why don't we go over basically the generalization of the movie? This was a prequel, correct? It is. It does take place before the anime series and everything, as we got to see some of our well-known characters in the anime series. Um, younger, especially Gojo, he looks a little bit different as what we see him currently right now, especially. And just some of the characters just a little looking a little bit lively and fresh because they're younger. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, you were saying. Oh no! Go ahead. And honestly. What what just made this like so impactful, and of course this is a movie, so everything has to fit into a to a time constraint for a movie and everything. But I feel like the whole back back the background story, how the conflict and everything was just so well done. It was less confusing and more thrilling than the Demon Slayer plot point for the movie. Yeah, this this could have been a movie standalone on its own. Yes, yes. Like you, you could yeah, you could have actually walked in to see this movie without ever seeing the anime and you would have had a great time. No, definitely, definitely. I want to be honest with you, I totally forgot how Jujutsu Kaisen the whole episode, even though I watched the whole episode, I totally forgot about it. So I walked in with a a blank mind. I don't know what's going oh, on. See, perfect example then, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and literally, I'm not gonna lie, I was hooked a hundred percent. It had me on the edge of the seat all the time. Yeah, no, you could have gone in there just totally fresh. You don't have to watch the anime. You can get in there and just enjoy it as a movie on its own. It does a good job of like introductions, explaining the plot, explaining the world, everything. Shoot, if anything, I could have I could have easily seen this like stretched out into a journey of an actual full, you know, 24 episode season. Literally, I can yeah. see that. I can see that. You know what I mean? Because they did, did they did, did fast forward like, it. Yeah, they did kind of fast forward <laughs> and we did see some time skips, like a few months past and everything. His progression already so far after a few months and everything. Yeah, I think all that kind of stuff, you throw in, you know, some little character and, you know, character develop building, you know, backgrounds as you go through and they do other jobs and missions to see how they all grow and how he gets stronger. Like it could have been a literally a 24 episode season in itself. And it would have done well. I can see it. I could see it too. And I'm glad I didn't take that route. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was so good. I almost wanted them to. No. Like, I would watch it. I would watch it. I'm not going to lie, though. The the first part, of the, the within like the first, I think I would say like first quarter of the movie, when they showed us like what was his conflict in, in this whole movie and everything, and what was the cause of his conflict with his childhood friend and everything. Um, that actually got me very emotional. Like, like when they, 
I like I don't want to say too much spoilers, but like when they were little kids and the tragic uh, the tragedy that happened before his eyes, and what it became right on the spot and everything, and how much it's tormented and everything. Like like it got me the feels honestly. Yeah. You mean they actually did some kind of background for a villain? No, that wasn't the villain. Well, I just meant for anybody really, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but even for the villain, they did too, right? The villain, they did. Um, yeah, they did I thought for that everybody. Was, I I really enjoyed his backstory, especially too, and how he became the person we see him in the movie and the person we see him in the anime as well. Other than that, I mean, the music was also really well done. I don't know what your guys was a pain on that as well. Loki straight forgot. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I like it. It was a good intro, but it's not my type of style of, of music. But I really appreciate it, though. I really liked it, but not my style. I, I mean, even if it's not your style, it's always good to like give like an actual unbiased opinion about it, especially. No, I, I really appreciated that. Uh, the intro music or oh, the opening music. The opening song when they did the titles, the title sequence and everything like that was just really well done. Mm-hmm. I think for me, unless they do it really, really badly or really, really good, it doesn't stand out to me. Mm. You know, because I don't like uh, I know, Manny, sometimes you listen to some of the, the J-pop and different intros like casually as your regular listening. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I don't. You know what I mean? I, I, I do not listen to them outside of watching the anime. But. So basically, if they if they blended it in well enough to where I didn't cringe, they did a decent job. There's very few that actually kind of stand out to me where I'm like, holy shit, that sounds badass, you know? That the is atta- true because the you, attack you on tend Titan to cringe one. a lot. Oh, I'll cringe. If it if they don't do it right, I'll cringe for sure. <laughs> Funny enough, with that opening song, the one that Manny likes, <laughs> I was complaining to Manny. I'm like, hey, Manny. What the hell? This is a dub song. What the hell? Where's, where's the subtitle to this shit? And Manny got really upset with me on that. I did? Yeah, you're like, shut up. And he told me, shut up. Enjoy the movie. I'm like, all right, then. I'll, I'll I really play. don't remember. If I remember, I just says, I don't care. It's a movie. It's a song. Because <laughs> we already get English songs or you know, like or Japanese bands or solo artists or anything, uh, singing songs and everything and using them for the opening anime sequences now. And they mix a lot of English language into it already. So it just doesn't phase me, honestly. Okay, okay. Other than that, I don't remember if I actually got mad at you just for that, honestly. You told me to shut up. That's it. Oh, no, 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 no. I told you to shut up for a different reason, which we will not talk about. Uh-oh. No, no, no. That's the second. That's the second reason. No, no, the first I, reason. No, the second no, reason no, was no, the song. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, we, no. I said that first reason in the beginning. Which we no, cannot no, no, we cannot no. talk about, but the first one was before the movie, and the second reason when the intro happened. If it was for the intro, I don't remember. No, yeah, that, that's the second that's the second reason. The first reason I understand because you told you're me just about it. Just pulling shit out of your ass right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, back on topic. <laughs> so we thought the movie was great. We left out of there pretty big. How did it do overall, Manny? Overall, it actually ranked second on opening weekend, right behind the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. Ooh. And that's U.S. numbers only? U.S. numbers right now. And that was at, let's see, I'm looking at the numbers right now. 
8.6 million opening weekend. Not bad, not bad. Nice, nice. And for the first day record numbers, it actually surpassed uh, the Demon Slayer movie. Dang. Good. That's good. Good. <laughs> I mean, I like, like we said, we've been anticipating this movie. I mean, we know how good the anime is. So with the movie coming out, everybody was just anticipating it. And again, like how we talked about, like why Demon Slayer's success was so big was just mainly because there was more time screenings, more availability of locations to watch the video and just more accessibility towards the movie in general. I want to so, say I saw more previews and hype building up to the Demon Slayer movie than I did this movie. Yeah, honestly. That like, is true. It, it was much true. more advertised and pushed than this one was. I didn't know anything about this movie until Manny told me about it. There it is. Yeah, no, I, I remember seeing, you know, old Demon Slayer movies coming out and I remember seeing it everywhere for a while. I do not remember seeing much of this one at all being pushed like that. I kind of feel like Demon Slayer overshadowed Jujutsu Kaisen, honestly. And that's like, why it Oh, like as a season itself? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. did. It did. It got really, really popular, but I don't think it obviously did not have the same staying power, though. So Jujutsu Kaisen now, what, 18 million, you said? Eight, eight million right now Well, eight. for the opening weekend. Okay, I think Crunchyroll has one that says 18 million for the North American box office on their Instagram. I will check on that. It, that was just, yeah. Okay, now I see it. I do see it now. Eighteen million. See, yeah, eighteen million. That's huge. <laughs> it is huge. It is huge. That is super huge. So, so okay, okay. So the eight, the eight point six million was the the first opening day. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. There's still a lot. That yeah. is a lot. Yeah. And with and even with that, especially on the Rotten Tomatoes website, it, it got a hundred percent on the tom- uh, tomato. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Tomato meter. Tomatoes. Oh, tomatoes. Tomato meter. I don't really know what they call it, but you're talking about <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes tomato. site, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing that the, uh, the tomato meter uh, meter 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 tomato tomato. I'm going to call it the toe meter now. Toe meter. All right. <laughs> okay, so on the, on the toe meter percentage, I think that um, is towards critics because they do have an audience score percentage as well. Okay. So the, the toe meter percentage was 100% and the audience score was 99%. Wow. Damn. So Yeah, that's that's a pretty good statement. It is a good statement because most of the times when the, the toe meter is high, it you usually the audience score is always low, and if the audience score is high, the toe meter is always low. So they never they're never like very close to each other in the disparity. I can't keep you serious when you say <laughs> I that. Know, I know. <laughs> These are statistical facts, Leo. Take them seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Statistical from toe meter. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, good. This is a legit website called Rotten Tomatoes, and we have the Tomator. Oh, yeah. It's legit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Out, out of curiosity, not to, uh, you know, kind of low-key keep shitting on Demon Slayer. 
No, you know what? No, no low key. Be mighty proud. Stick your well, I mean, out. we recorded it and put it out there on the internet. So <laughs> it's not as low key as I might say low key. <laughs> but what say- was uh, Demon Slayer's Rotten Tomato score? I'm actually checking that right now. Oh, yeah. Great minds think alike, Two. buddy. Two. Two. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. I, I don't know, dude. There's a lot of blind hype because it seems like every time, like, we have people that listen to the podcast. Like I've gotten a message. I've even talked to people in person who's swore that they love the movie. And then as soon as they heard the podcast or listened to what the arguments of why we said it wasn't that good, I think almost, I don't think I've ever had a person tell me, Oh no, you're wrong. Every single one goes, Oh yeah, that's kind of true. They did get lazy on that. <laughs> We're just spitting out the facts. That's, that's the thing. All righty. So, it in Jujutsu Kaisen actually did better by two percent. Oh wow! <laughs> so again, the tow meter for Jujutsu Kaisen was a hundred percent, and for Demon Slayer was ninety eight percent. While the, while the audience score was is still the same, ninety nine percent for both. Yeah, that, there's crazy. weed for you. That's because it, the, not the, enough people listen to our podcast about the review. Yeah, well, either way, <laughs> we could have saved them. <laughs> I think the two percent we can agree that those were people that actually understood how, that it wasn't really that great of a movie. No, visual. I mean, like I said it before, visually it was amazing, but the they they got lazy with the story writing. I felt like. Are you sure it's a story writing, or you're just that one singular point that you don't get a backstory a backstory for the villain? No, it's most of all the storyline. Just are because, you sure? Because you've been complaining about a lot about the demons not getting a backstory in the. It's movie. the backstory. It's the crying, and it's the hey, we introduced this guy to you once. Now care that we killed him. Like, like it's a, it's a big dead. combination of stuff. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't see the emotional attachment to the, the flame guy. Yeah. So it's a good, good combination of a whole lot of things that creative you go okay they got really lazy on this movie i felt like personally uh jesus kaisen had a lot of action than demon slayer demon slayer it made me bored like halfway i'm like ah, whatever no nah, but jujutsu kaisen holy shit like i said on the edge of the seat i was fucking so intrigued by it even like i had to whip out my chicken sandwich out of my little vest and start eating it <laughs> while watching the movie. <laughs> I looked at him like, what the fuck? I ain't paying $12 for a popcorn. Y'all crazy. <laughs> Tony offered you free popcorn. Heck no. I know you didn't even take free popcorn. No, I, I had my chicken sandwich right here on my little my little secret parkit right there. Oh, shit. Okay, all Man. right. Confession time. What's the weirdest food you ever snuck into a movie theater? Uh, 50 chicken nuggets. 50 chicken nuggets? Yes. That's that's cute. <laughs> well, you said what was weirdest for both of us. It's not a competition. Well, this became a competition now. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. What's the weirdest thing you ever snuck in, Leo? Let me guess. It was for you. For It was girls. Oh, yes. Because I, I eat girls. Yes, you're right. You're, you're Mr. Bitches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weirdest thing I snuck in, and I don't know how I managed to do this, is a whole Costco uh, pizza. A whole Costco pizza. Hell yeah! Where at that point, I feel like did the you staff, put that? No, no. I feel like at that point the staff just didn't care. Where did I put that? I just carried it in with a blanket over. <laughs> like I said, I think the staff saw him and they didn't care. No, the thing is, like, 
where the that uh where that theater was at right next to that door there's the exit so i had someone to bring into costco pizza and bring it in through the exit door and i just walked in there boom eating my pizza what's up you got okay. me you got okay. me tripping to spend like what was it my brother spent like what fifteen dollars on tenders at the amc <laughs> theater i was like oh hell no I mean, yeah, their stuff is expensive. I will, I will not agree, disagree on that. So, when are we sneaking in beers, uh, twelve pack of Modelo in a movie theater? Well, all right, you fucking beat me out of mine. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> Beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I I thought I was gonna get away with that one. No, you beat mine up. Yep, it was beer. <laughs> so, how did that happen, uh, Tony? Uh, pretty much a jacket with those inside pockets. Ah, yeah, and it had I had two on each side, so I was able to sneak in four. My buddy was able to sneak in four, and the goal was to drink them all before the movie was done. Okay, yeah, super simple. <laughs> Imagine how fun it would be when the cleaner guy or the cleanup guy was cleaning. Like, where the fuck did his beer come from? No, you just leave one unopened for him, like a tip. Like, hey, shh. <laughs> oh, that's the move okay i did not know that so when are all three of us going to bring like a like a margarita mixer like uh manny bring in tequila i bring the lime juice and you bring like the ninja blade uh, blender <laughs> ninja blade bl- blender that's what it's called right ninja? that or that or we buy one of those like uh we each buy one of the weirdest obvious fake alcohol sneakers like i don't know what they're called hold on just bear with me for a second so like you know you've seen those movies where the guys carry or movies are those advertising where the guy's carrying like a baby in his arms then he like <laughs> pretends to kiss it but he's drinking a straw from its head oh my god <laughs> i you mean just buy you will, weird you will ones get of those looked, you will get looked down upon if you if people see you trying to bring a baby inside of the movie theater because nobody likes babies crying during a movie well my I- baby's quiet and like 30 percent i hope it's quiet <laughs> it's quiet because you fucking like gave it alcohol and it would be awkward when tony put it the head side up and try to take a chicken the baby to get the last like drop of liquor out of it no what's awkward is when it's empty and i walk out of the theater and i throw it in the trash can and go out <laughs> <laughs> oh man i know they have beer bellies See, have, like, there we go. We got to buy like some of those novelty hidden alcohol things. They go to they, the movie with it. The, movie beer barely, with it. the beer barely carry a gallon of liquid. Jesus. That's a I lot. Mean, we, could, we could always just bring buzz balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but what's the fun in that, Manny? Yeah. Getting drunk? <laughs> nah, but it's still funny you to sneak it in with a baby or a beer belly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> we got to be. We, Next, next anime movie we gotta do. Let's. What can we sneak in before we get in trouble? Type of shit. Well, we can wait and see because we got the Black Clover movie, and then we also got the Slime movie. So we'll just we'll just have to wait for those movies, or if there's another movie that interests us, so we can go watch it and perform some such acts. Perform such uh, act atrocities. Or, and we're not gonna say what movie theater either. We'll keep it all discreet. I mean, we never say which movie theater we went to either. That's true. 
That is true. All right. So that's goals. Definitely for Black Clover, though. Okay. I'm actually kind of excited to see the next uh, Black Clover one. Uh, I, I really am. What is Black Clover? I never heard of that. It's pretty much just like a, like a magical kingdom. There's continents. Everybody has these books where they can cast their spells and everything. And it's a very social, economic, or social power hierarchy system and everything. So if you're poor, you can't be you can't do magic. If you're noble, you can do magic and you have you're you have powerful magic. And the main character basically has a book that has a demon possessed inside of it, and he gets the power of demons, and it's looked at as a well. He's also like the only one that can't use magic with some like undertoning Naruto characteristics. True, mm. but I do yeah. feel like it's the demon's uh, actual power is the reason why he can't do magic. Probably, probably, but in in the lore of where we're at right now, it's he is technically magicless. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, worth of, worth of viewing, worth of viewing for sure. It, it's a bit slow, and it will get annoying in the first beginning because the main character is just always screaming. But like once you get that past that point, it yeah. gets uh. really good. Yeah, that's the that's the Naruto kind of vibes in the beginning. <laughs> uh, before we hit the next topic, I have a little rant, and it's oh, been no. pissing me off ever since we got in the movie theater. Oh no! All the preview, even through the movie, I swear to God, Maddie keeps sending me fucking Lord of the Ring fucking reference. <laughs> I was ready to walk out already. I was about to say, "Fuck this movie!" I was tired of it. I I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, a few months back, Mac a had a back, kink. I I rewatched the entire. I did a marathon of all the Lord of the Rings movies, the extended uh, cuts, and the Hobbit, and the blooper, and the bloopers, and the bloopers too. And <laughs> I was watching them while I was on Discord, so I was just constantly annoying the shit out of Leah with Lord of the Ring references. Oh jeez! And, and I tried my best to ignore it. And the worst part is, I'll be playing Forza. And somehow one of the quotes is Lord of the Ring reference. I was re- I was already done with Forza. I'm like, you know what? I'm not touching this anymore. <laughs> and oh, here that's comes- right. That's right. Yeah, I had multiple for some reason. They love you, Manny. <laughs> yeah. And then we're at the movie theaters watching uh, Harry Potter. And then Manny said, oh, like, what What would you say? Something about the sunshine in the west to the east? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> on the fifth day, look to the east. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I was already, I was like, man, don't bring this shit up right now. I'm trying to enjoy the movie. And he kept mentioning and mentioning. I was like, oh no. And then I can't, you know what? I can't say the other part because it's a spoiler. But yeah, it's, it was really bad. I was stressing out super badly. <laughs> man, just wait if we ever do a D&D fucking campaign. Man, he's going to torture you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. No. Oh, that is uh, true. That uh, is true. Uh, I already talked to our good be- uh, buddy Julian to make sure it's going to be like a cyberpunk theme. Oh, I'll still make it. Lord of the Rings references on that. Trust me. Oh, God. I'm, I'm going to have some kind of power to shut you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. So this kind of came up in some of the conversations of basically some cars that are a little bit slept on that tend to be, you know, performance oriented, but go completely, completely unnoticed, whether it's because of the manufacture they came from maybe because of the styling that's on them or what have you but why were they slept on and and 
are they a car you would consider buying? So we each kind of chose one. I know Manny was in the air. I'm pretty sure I know what he's going to say, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) But let's start with you, Leo. All right. The first car I have in mind, it's the Saab X. No, sorry. The Saab 9-7X, which to an average consumer, it looked like a mom car. But little did people know, it's actually based off of a literally copycat version of the Chevy Trailblazer SS that come with the LS motor in it. Yep. And it you don't see them often. And when you do see them, I've I think every time I have seen one, it's never been modified. It's like a hundred percent stock and quiet. Yeah, it's really slept on. It it's literally like I said, it's the same thing as a Trailblazer SS. The only thing is just have that little ugly front end. The little sob front end, which you know, everybody got to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you're buying a sob, you're you don't mind that little uh quirky styling that they have because it is kind of quirky. Yeah, very Swedish. Sure, we'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait. a r- really cool car, honestly. It's like I said, it's really slept on, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, how how many? I guess everybody knows the LS platform. You're literally getting an LS without telling people you have an LS. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the horsepower on that, on the the nine um, nine seven X, it's ranged from two eighty five for the base model. But if you get the Trailblazer one, the SS motor with the LS two in it, it makes around three hundred ninety horsepower, which is <clears throat> crazy fast for it. Yeah, it's literally a. <clears throat> if you know the Trailblazers, it's literally a freaking crossover at this point, right? That's what they call that. I know that's not what they called them back then, but you know, what a, we would consider a crossover now. Wait, isn't a Trailblazer technically considered an SUV? It is, but it's a small SUV, and we didn't really have quote crossovers. But if you look at crossovers now, they're the same size as the Trailblazer SS from then. That is very true, yeah. Kind of what I'm getting at kind of thing. Like, Yeah, yeah. If we were to take the old Trailblazer SS or that Saab and we categorized it by size today, it would be a crossover. Okay, I see, I see. So you put one of those around, it literally looks like an Econo box crossover with LS power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which almost like, almost like the age of time makes it more badass. Yeah, it is. Especially... Mix with the all-wheel drive performance system. Woo-wee. Mm-hmm. You'll be flying. Manny, did you pick one? Uh, I did. Not the Hugo. Then I didn't. <laughs> the Hugo? What is this? <laughs> That's the first time I heard this. <laughs> okay, then scratch that. I don't have a car. Can you think of something? Uh... Any old muscle cars? Manny's yeah. going to go with a K-swap Hugo. <laughs> yeah. LS swap Hugo. Oh, Manny, you're right. Uh, maybe a small block swapped Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> it's more it's more motor than car at that point. Yeah. It's more reliable than car. I feel like if you step on it, I feel like all the doors will fall off immediately. <laughs> or you just see like the, the spare tire in the engine may get roasted. Yeah, I feel like you can only ride on chassis and all, the whole body of the car will be left behind somewhere in the back. Or I'd probably be squatty in the front because all that weight from the motor would just be in the front. 
Oh, rank. Wait, not rank. Rake. Rake style. Oof. That's a lot of spring. <laughs> that thing, that thing will literally freaking pogo stick, man. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't doubt it. The one I chose, uh, you guys knowing me, is obviously going to be a wagon. Mm-hmm. So I was debating between the Saab 92X, which, you know, I know Leo knows because he's a Subi boy, is essentially a WRX wagon in a Saab body. Yes, sir. But if I were to choose a slept on sleeper little wagon kind of thing, I'd actually be going for the V70R. That's where it's at. <laughs> yes, that is our oddly little Volvo wagons. <laughs> literally, the, literally the most slept on car. I, uh, I want one. I still want one, dude. I still want one. I'm going to have to do it eventually. It's like one of those cars that has to sit in my, it has to sit in my garage at one point in my life for sure. It's a must. You must have at least own a European car in your life. Uh, damn it. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling myself like, oh, the next car, I'm going to get a Euro car just to kind of like check that box off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have the, the Euro car box I got to check and I got the Roadster box I got to check off. Mm. And I guess if I really wanted to, I should own a car with more than 500 horsepower. Yeah, that's that's like a little optional checkoff box. It's yeah, it's more optional. I think the coyote was enough power for the streets to really have that kind of fun, you know? Yeah, but now if you get the beats MDR, a little five cylinder preppy turbo car. Woo! Yep. Basically making uh almost I think it's in the 290 something horsepower and torque on the little five cylinder. Yes, sir. And, and all wheel drive. <laughs> Yes, sir. Definitely all would. It's literally best car downhand. And if the car breaks down and you need maintenance part, you go to your local IKEA store, find parts oh, right geez. there. <laughs> I can see that. Also, I have another car that Ooh, slept on. Hit it with us. The Chevy was it SSR. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So why is it slept on? <laughs> because nobody. It's a slept on car because everybody don't like the looks of it. It's hideous. It's an ugly fucking car. <laughs> you guys are hideous and ugly. <laughs> it's the, I'm sorry, but the, the Chevy SSR is hideous. And hey, you, uh, Tony, you said you wanted a uh, roaster, so there you go. <laughs> that, no, that does not count as a roaster. I refuse. <laughs> it's, a, it's a roaster with a, a little bit more trunk space. All right. Uh, all right. You can say it that way. There's roadsters that look better than that. Oh, but does it come with an LS motor? You can swap it. Yeah, but this one comes with it. <laughs> I'll choose a better roadster and swap it. Do you have the towing capacity? Uh, capa- ah, Tony, help me out. <laughs> Capacity. Does it have? Does it have the tow meter? Does it have a tow meter? <laughs> Heard the tow meter rank is high on that one. And you have cargo space. Look, the SSR have a bunch of cargo space. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I mean that one. I don't think it's slept on because like people don't know about it. It's kind of one of those hidden things. It's more that people don't want it because it's hideous kind of thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see, no, no. It's like Celica, like people don't like Celica because they, they think it's big and bloated, but it's just the same thing as an A6. It's not ugly. 
it's you got to appreciate it and give a little bit love and it looks pretty you know i think people like the celica as much as they like the like the a8 a86 is just one was in an anime <laughs> literally yeah. and funny enough in japan the celica has the same motor as the a86 it's a little fun fact right there appreciate that all right well since we're getting into a little bit off of the super low-key hidden ones um i'd say one that i i thought was gonna hold a bit more reputation for what it did Mm -hmm. was the ss cobalt and hhrs i was thinking about the hhr actually (laughs) because you know i know the hhr is fucking super ugly too (laughs) oh god but I thought the Cobalt had some fighting power because, one, those Ecotech motors are extremely durable. I will say this. The HHRs look like PT Cruisers, and those even look hideous. Oh, yeah. It looks, no, it they looks do. better than the PT Cruiser. What do you mean? It does look better, but it still doesn't look great. It looks nice and black with the nice chrome wheel that it has on. But, yeah, those Ecotech motors, they're dumb reliable. I know they have a swap kit for the Miata on those Ecotechs. And I found out from a buddy of mine who does um, a lot of those like long travel off-road endurance races. Mm-hmm. There's a whole Baja Bug series that runs nothing but those Ecotech motors. They're reliable as heck. Yeah, they're they're super reliable. And, you know, if you get one of the later models with the LNF engine, which is 260 horsepower turbo cars, like... Why weren't why didn't these stay? <laughs> I, I think mean, maybe because it's a Chevy, but yeah, I mean, more than likely because it's a Chevy. If we're talking about those type of slept on cars, then we could honorably mention the Ford Taurus show. Which one? Uh, I'll say the first gen, first gen with the uh Yamaha motor, yeah, with the Yamaha motor. Okay, that's some high revving with some really decent power on a really ugly car, but if you think. It's literally a definition of a sleeper right there. It is. No, it is. It is. Because if you look at it, you're like, damn, look at this fool with the grandma car. Then you're realizing you're getting gapped by grandma's car. Yeah. If I remember correctly, what is it? Like 250 horsepower back in the mid-90s? 270. 270. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it made great power for being that old. It, it was really amazing. But the second gen was was all bad. Second gen was really bad. The new, the late model ones are pretty, pretty nice, pretty actually. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The the late model ones are kind of like the Chevy SS, you know, when they replaced the Impala and all that. That car, that car had a future, but they got killed off so quickly. Yeah. My brother-in-law bought one a couple years ago, the Chevy SS. Yeah. <clears throat> he bought it at like 36 used. Mm-hmm. And he's been getting offers from Chevy for like 48. Actually, in the market, they're going like for 50, Damn. 60. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're And that's remember, that's just dealer reaching out to him for an offer. So if he wanted to, he can go in there and go 48. Psh, give me 54. Give me 55. You know what I mean? And they'll pay for that. Oh, absolutely. It's wild how much they got. Like they held and obviously became desirable because they're now they're discontinued. That's it. Yeah, because they only had a run span of two years, if I remember quite correctly. Yeah, two years. And it was based off of the Holden, the Australian car. Yep. Which, like I said, 
This is why American people can't have nice things. Unfortunately, that would have been an awesome one. Yeah. It would have been nice if they didn't discontinue the Yugo. Shut the God damn it. One of these days, you're going to have to buy one and we're going to help you run it and you're going to have to daily it. You guys kept me out of the loop on this topic, so I'll keep saying the Yugo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me some cool, quir- uh, quirky feature about the Yugo. The spare tires in the engine bay. So does give me something unique. There's many cars with the spare tire in the engine bay. It's probably the uh, most mentioned car on this podcast. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Yes, 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 yes. All right, let's get into our next topic. Leo, you had okay. some uh you had some gripes about Grand Turismo. I have some update for Grand Wait, Tur- what, 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 Manny, what? Well, I, I, I do want to agree with Leo on this whole situation because I've actually started to notice it. Oh. Yeah. So, and you guys, this is my first topic, so please be nice to me, viewers. <laughs> oh, you know what? This is your first time heading up a topic. So if I, uh, if I fuck up, please uh, drop, drop a message in the email to unacceptedpodcast at wherever our email is, dot com. Yep, unaccepted podcast at gmail.com and tell and send a message saying that you love me a lot so I can feel a little more positive about myself. Well, we're talking about GT7. Last week, GT7 had a new update, update 1. Uh, 1.07. And this update was supposed to uh, you know clear out any cheaters, any like broken car. Like somehow you see in a lobby, like a, a little, you can say a Yugo hitting Tesla model speed for no reason, SpaceX uh, speed. So they had a little update and this update lasts 30 hours. The problem with this update is the game is only an online game only. So which means when they were doing the update, nobody could play that game at all. Okay, it was full shutdown. Full shutdown. Full shut, yeah, full shutdown and everything. So... You were, yeah, like just like Leo said, you really couldn't play the game offline whatsoever. Exactly. And a lot of a lot of the people were really upset about that because they there are a lot of people who bought physical copy for this game and now they can't play their game offline. So basically, that physical po- uh, copy becomes more of a paperweight. Well, actually, even if they got a physical copy, the disc has. The full game uh, program on the disc, and it downloads and installs into the game. Just uh, so the game's already installed in your on your correct on your systems. Not like the old systems where you can just pop in the game and play whenever uh, without having a save file and all that shit because you needed a memory card and everything. But even without a save file, you can still play it. Exactly. But nowadays you can't. Exactly. So everybody were questioning about like. So what would happen in five, six years when, let's say, the server shut down? This mean Grand Turismo, can't, you can't even play anymore because it's literally an online game based off of the server. So everybody was complaining about that and really upset where they were throwing the rating score l- low for this game. Really? And, yes. So if you bought the game and never had your system connected to the internet? You can't play it at all. Really? Nope. That's interesting. Yeah, pretty much what we were saying earlier, you can't play offline. Correct. So when this update was finished for uh, update 1.07, they found out that 
there was a huge fault in the update as well. There were a lot of update or a lot of problem that people were uh, talking about was they can't start the game in their PS4 or the PS5. So they had to do another update again. So that made generally a lot of people upset about it as well. Man, I thought it was actually going to be like a gameplay thing, but it's literally like you can't play the game. No, the gameplay thing is about to come in soon right now. Okay. So once, you know, they fix all the bugs and glitches and whatnot before it, uh, people notice that the update for this game is um, all the races that you do, all the events, they cut the payout like half. So let's say you do like a race, right? And it usually give you 75 credits, 75,000 credits. They cut that to 55,000 credits, which, oh, yeah, okay. which, Manny, you know this one right here, which if you're a Gran Turismo player, you know the cars in that game are really expensive. Not only that, the game is really, really grinding game. So that is true. I've noticed already that to play this game, you really have to grind just for funds to buy cars. Yes, sir. All right. So yeah, uh, a lot of people are upset again. It's it's becoming a huge riot at this point. They noticed like they cut everything in half and they introduce microtransaction as well. Which, if you think about it, the microtransaction like for each each microtransaction or each payout like you can do it. I'm choking. You can I'm do choking. it. I believe in you. There's so much pressure. <laughs> The five females in here and the five female listener making me nervous right now. <laughs> wow, you think we have five? <laughs> <laughs> Is there more? Am I missing out on something? I think you're just overselling yourself at this point. Yeah, I know. I'm... Or actually overselling us. Oh, no, no, no. I put you guys at high priority. I'm assuming there's more than fives. But back while I was saying, the, everybody's starting noticing that um the low payout is the reason why they are introducing um the microtransaction so you can so players will buy their microtransaction instead of grinding and everything one on fourth and there's a huge problem with that as well because all the cars in gran turismo are based off of real life prices so like a nissan skyline r34 they were basing off of real prices so it will be costing from two hundred fifty thousand dollars. which if you think about it it's a lot of grinding to be done to get that car or you can take the easy route and buy a microtransaction thing like shark cards like gta and 20 dollars will get you 1 million credits and you can just pay real life money to buy these cars okay <clears throat> i mean that's how most of them are going to right yeah, but there's a problem here because they did one of the math. One of the most expensive car, which is a Shelby Daytona, which costs 20 million credits. So if you did the math, uh, you spend $20 on 1 million credits. How much do you have to spend to get to 20 million credits? $200. So basically, so yeah, basically you have to spend $200 to buy one car. That's uh, a rough exchange rate. Yeah, it, it's pretty much the, the same concept as pay to win, basically. You need to pay to get these really great cars for racing and everything. 
Uh, we've already had many examples like EA games where they're just famous and notorious for microtransactions in most of their games where you need to buy stuff in order to be able to enjoy the game. If you don't buy, you can't enjoy the game and you have to spend time on it. Got it, got it. That's, yeah, How does that compare that's to the, the Forza model? For, oh, Forza is super easy. They they throw money at you like, like there's no tomorrow. They literally throw you money. Uh, they, they throw you money on the games, uh, on the races, the events and everything. So you're just constantly just like, just building up your portfolio and your income source on, on Forza regardless. And you can literally drive around on Forza and you still earn money somehow, some way. Yeah, if you're free moving and doing stunts, doing skill chains, breaking shit, uh, that gives you money, basically. Well, I guess that... I meant more uh, Forza Motorsports, not Horizon. Because Mo- Horizon oh, is very different ooh. from Gran Turismo, <laughs> right? Motorsports 7? You should have been specific. Sorry, I thought we were talking about real racing games. Okay, if you're talking about Forza <laughs> Motorsports 7, which I'm a very, uh, you can say, uh, a veteran on that game. Okay. You don't you don't have to do that microtransaction at all. Okay. You, you can buy the whole car pass and call it a day. And the game not as grindy as um as Gran Turismo. Granted, it. it's a little harder than Horizon, but not as grindy. Okay. So it your the exchange rate is better on Motorsport 7. Correct. Okay. I just wanted to see what the comparisons was back and forth without Horizon, because Horizon's like an arcade. Yeah. Fun having game it's not like a serious motorsports game like you know gran turismo or forza motorsports different categories i guess yeah correct all right all right well that's yeah, the backlash is there so besides the ratings is there anything else kind of going back towards uh gran turismo for any responses no they just they just um the creator of gran turismo said that um he want to do it so we, uh, so players can feel the feel and drive real life cars and video games, but also he stated that he wants to price them out like in real life, which is a really stupid concept. While also cutting our wages on the races. Yeah, sounds like our economics. <laughs> so yeah, it really is. You can buy a two. So a similar situation I'm seeing on Elden Ring right now. People, so there's a lot of people complaining that they don't like that they have to grind for souls. Uh, I mean, it, they're called runes now. Bonfires are now called uh, graces. And there's just a bunch of other stuff that are called differently now. But the whole Dark Souls community is just calling it the same as always, bonfires and souls. And new people to community because they're seeing how Elden Ring is so big that it's like, oh, it must be a really good game. I want to play it. Then they get pissed off at how difficult it is. They get pissed off because... They have they actually have to grind for souls in order to progress in the game, level up and stuff. And there's people complaining that they can't just have microtransactions to buy souls so they can do better in the game instead of grinding for hours. They find an easy way out. Yeah, people just want an easy way out on the Soul series games right now. Whereas in Gran Turismo, uh, they just want a cash cow. Correct. Yeah. Well, that is Leo's first topic. So. Keep an eye out for any updates. See if they actually make an adjustment on the next update to accommodate any of the gripes that they're backlash that they're getting. I'm just saying Forge is a lot better than a Grand Tree. I'm just sitting out there. If you want to throw hands, you know where to find me. Jeez. What was, what, what was funny is that when I first told Leo, I was thinking about getting a Grand Tourism 7 because you gave me the $50 gift card for Christmas 
Uh, thank you again, Tony, for that. Yep, no worries. And and I told him I was thinking about getting Gran Turismo since I already had that fifty dollars uh, gift card. And he just said, "It's like, man, if you do, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Forza Task Force on you. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go to his house and beat him up <laughs> and throw him to a bridge." <laughs> I'm still trying to learn the mechanics on the game and everything. Um, there's the performance points. I'm still trying to understand how performance points works because I still have these low performance points cars and I want to try these other races, but apparently and none of the cars I have uh, meet the threshold on the performance points. So I'm just, I'm still trying to understand this whole concept right now, but like always, everything's always a learning experience. Got it. Got it. Well, keep us updated if they end up modifying their updates a little bit to help with, uh, I guess, accommodate people. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Gran Turismo have in future. Yeah. So is it safe to say, Leo, that uh, you're a bit better, like, yes. well, no, I was going to say that you're a bit like the new people going into Dark Souls that kind of just complaining because they can't grind. No, no, I don't mind grinding. <laughs> just I, messing with you, dude. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to poke, poke the bear a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't mind grinding. You know, eldering. I, I respect the grind, the hustle. But what Grand Turismo doing? That's straight hot garbage. You know, this is why Forza will be forever better. Forza hit Got me up. <laughs> All right. So before we get into some of the uh, events and stuff that we got planned. Uh, I wanted to give a little update for a mistake I made in my uh, home mechanic skills. I mean, everybody has those days. What, what's so special about this one? Yeah. So this it, one uh, made me on walk Jackson? away. No, it made me walk away <laughs> from the truck for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, goodness. Two weeks. I'd say 10 years now. Ten yeah, years. Oh, man, it's it's feeling that way. It is feeling that way, man. So, you know, I went through all the repairs on it and I had the misfire going, right? Yeah. Now, if you remember, the truck was running fucking great before it started misfiring after my engine swap. So I was like, okay, this sucks, but whatever, you know, I knew I had the uh, the issues or not the issues, but I knew I remember seeing that the injectors look really old. You know what I mean? And at the time, I didn't want to spend the extra, you know, $470 to replace all of them. So I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, after 300 miles on the new engine, it started misfiring. So I was like, you know what? Let me just do everything. It's fresh. I'll be good. Don't got to worry about shit, right? Yeah. So I threw the book at it. I did all new injectors. I did the new MAF. I did new coils. I did uh, the fuel filter. I did everything, everything I could touch that could cause a misfire. And turned it on. Ran fucking great. Drove it around here and there, and I think you, I think I remember talking about it on the podcast after I did everything. It was running good again. I was good to go. I developed a misfire yet again. I am in the same boat with you right now. Are you? What? Uh, I mean, one of our work fans. We have been constantly changing up parts every week, and it no longer has a misfire. And then after a few days, another misfire happens, and another code is is thrown. So like, we're just trying to figure out. What is causing this chain reaction on one of our work fans? Well, I hope that the reasoning yours is doing it is less stupid than mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I got mine fixed, but I felt very stupid afterward. <laughs> okay. So I, you know, I was racking my brain. I got a super cheapy little fucking code reader and I recognize the codes enough to be like, okay, 
misfire on the cylinder, misfire on the bank, whatever, you know, bank one, bank two, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I was getting these misfires and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I was starting to eliminate things in my head. Like, okay, did I route some vacuum lines wrong? Did I damage some on installing and putting the rest of the engine back together? Right. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm like, is it something electronic? You know, is, is one of my computer modules that has to do a firing order or something like that given out. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went and uh, called my buddy that has a better scanner. I probably should have just looked up the codes manually, but I was just like, I know it's a misfire code. You know what I mean? Yeah. He looked it up on his, you know, fancy little snap on tablet. And it was saying injectors, injectors, injectors. So luckily he let me borrow it because I saw injectors and I'm like, injectors, I fucking replaced them. Like, there's no way I got bad, like two bad, bad uh, injectors, you know? Oh, God. So I start going through it. I, I, you know, get underneath there. I start looking and checking those injectors that it's calling out for. Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything wrong with them. I they are seated. There's not, it's not like it's like a not seated and it's squirting, you know, fuel out or anything. Right. Oh yeah. God forbid if it does. Oh, dude, I know that's when I saw injectors, I was like, fuck, did I crack one? Is it leaking somewhere? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, I remember I did take a day to install them and I, but I covered them up with plastic to make sure they didn't get any dust or contaminants. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what the heck did I do wrong here? And I don't know what it was, but I reached in and I was like, maybe if I fuck with it, maybe I'm getting like a um, a short, like on the electrical cables. Maybe there's a short, one of the wires frayed and it's just arcing out somewhere. So I start like messing with it. I start sticking my screwdriver in there while it's running to see if I can get it to arc off my screwdriver. You know what I mean? Like if I see an arc, cause it was already getting dark. If I see an arc, I'm like, cool. I fucking frayed something. There's a misfire. There's, there's the, uh, the short right there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nope. You know what I did as I was fucking with it, trying to stick the screwdriver, you know, between the wires and seeing if I can get an arc somewhere. Mm-hmm. It fucking came off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Wait>, what? <laughs> really? Wow. Fucking electrical connection came off. <laughs> wow. We, uh, and you know what? It's like the two on the passenger side at the very back. And I think I remember not getting my click when I put the, you know, when I connected the harness, you know, you push the clip in and you get your little Little, locking clip, right? Yeah. And I remember that I had trouble getting those. And I think I might have chalked it up to like, oh, maybe I broke the fucking clip. It's an old truck. It is. It is an old truck. We break clips. I break clips on electrical harnesses all the fucking time. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought, I think what I thought is I probably put it down. I sunk it in as far as it'll go. I couldn't get a click. I was like, "Ah, maybe I just broke the clip and I just left it there. So what was happening is I was starting the truck. It would run beautiful. I'd start driving it around. And as I hit bumps and, you know, speed bumps, little uh, drainage ditches, whatever, you know, and it starts vibrating and shaking that electrical connection kind of wiggle itself a little bit loose, a little bit loose. Until it would oh, fucking no. arc or not connect. And now I got a misfire on that cylinder. Oh, jeez. Yep. 
I fucking took a break from that car for two or that truck for two weeks because I was so pissed off. I couldn't find out why it was misfiring. And it was because I did not click the fucking injector harness. <laughs> did you? I mean, the way you rage quit, you can definitely play Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? You rage quit and come back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. Literally. Yeah. What if- that I, I, I have I have done that so many times on every Dark Souls game. There's one one boss or like a specific area that just pissed me off so much like you know what fuck this i'll come back to it in like two weeks or maybe a week or now you get killed so many times you know what i'm done i'm done there's enough death for today (laughs) yeah sounds about right yeah (laughs) yeah so i borrowed that tablet from my buddy at work and i I went back to work the next day gave it back to him was like hey so did you figure it out i was like yep i did i it's a little bit embarrassing because i was like uh yeah turns out it was something easy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I think with that, I've been able to actually successfully start and drive around the truck now for another hundred miles with no issues. Ooh, so okay. I think finally, finally, <laughs> it's fucking ready. <laughs> so many dreams seeing that truck on Jackson is forever destroyed. <laughs> it sounds like, I it. mean, I see that a lot with this cars anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But uh, it, I was so frustrated to the point where I was debating on just like, maybe I just need to fucking do something so it doesn't misfire, sell the bitch and go buy a new truck. But at this point, I kind of feel like it owes me some abuse. Like mm. I can't, I can't get rid of the truck now. Like I'm kind of a, I can probably invest. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously because I bought it cheap enough and I've done a lot of the work myself, like, I didn't spend a ton of money, which was the goal, right? The goal was not to spend a ton of money on the truck. I could probably sell it in profit right now, but that's not accounting for my time and my headache and my rage quit. (laughs) You rage quit hard on that one. So I think at this point, I feel like the truck owes me some abuse. It owes me miles at this point. I I feel like I cannot sell it and let somebody else have this essentially new reliable truck off of my labor (laughs) i don't know it's a weird feeling because it's like uh uh you know my wife recently got a new job much closer to home so it's pretty plausible that we could sell the truck and trade in the wagon and just get a brand new truck for her and i'll just use it to tow on weekends you know okay it's very plausible but and you know she even offered she's like hey what do you think about it and i was like it's tempting but I kind of feel I need to abuse the truck a little bit. It owes me. Absolutely Definitely. owes me. It owes me some good miles now. <laughs> you have to give it the little beans on the truck now. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. So we'll take, I'll, I'm, I'm going to use it for work. It's going to be towing. It's going to do a bunch of work for us. We'll beat on it. You guys can beat on it. You guys need a beater truck. Let me know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. Trust me. You guys. Uh, I mean, I already got like a lot of beater trucks here, so I'm good. True, true. Manny's on the farm. Manny's on the farm. <laughs> That's true. But I just, want, I just want to drive a cool truck. That's it. Oh, this truck isn't cool. It's ugly as all hell. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's finally finally done, and I'm officially shopping for trailers. Hell yeah, brother. Yes, the next step. Finally. Finally, finally. Finally, I can go to a guy who can tow my car around. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
you think Tony's going to take his tow truck and his trailer to a meet just so you can avoid a ticket and take off the fuel cell? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. I just want to. Well, well, maybe what will eventually happen is I'll start drifting the Fox and I'll have like Manny drive the truck or my wife drive the truck up. And then if one of us breaks down, there's a truck to get us home. Yes. It's pray to God that both of us don't break down. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, my be... wife wouldn't even need to drive a truck. I could tow my car up there. And then since the Fox is still technically street legal, if you break down, we can trade off and have a tow yeah. truck home. Oh, it, it'll be nice to actually go out to a track with that security. Like, oh, it's all right. If it breaks. I'll just tow it home. Yeah. I mean. If you don't, you can bring the truck too. If you don't want to drive on a dirt road on Grange either, that is true. That is true. That is definitely a car that I do not give a fuck about. Paint wise, <laughs> paint, paint wise, at least. <laughs> but at least you got comfy suspension, at least. Yeah, yeah, it should tow super comfortable, especially since I'm not towing a ton of heavy weight. It, and on F two fifty, it should tow really comfortable. Yes, it should be easier than a smaller truck. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see when the future comes. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some events. You guys got your stuff pulled up? Yes, sir. I got my events. All right. Let's start off with uh, the first one, the Autism Awareness Charity Show that ARC Movement puts on every year. Yes, yes. All right. ARC Movement having a, a car show fundraiser for the Autism Awareness at the Garden Walk in Anaheim. It's going to be on May 1st around on sunday at 10 a.m to 2 p.m and the garden walk is right next to the right next to disney so it's it's supporting a good awareness for autism and come out have fun and and if you need a link and registration the link's on at the web uh i'm so sorry i'm still getting nervous uh the link's at the arc movement page at instagram and you can see the link and register yeah, we'll be reposting a lot of their stuff as the show gets closer and closer. So we'll probably repost it this week a couple times. So if you guys are interested in registering or attending, uh, the link will be in their bio. We'll be tagging them. I already registered. I just need to take some pictures so I can send it in for a flyer. There you go. There you go. Are you going, Tony? I'm just really lazy about taking pictures. What was that, will Leo? You, will you be going, Tony? Um, I think so. I'm... Um, kind of still semi semi in the air about it because hmm. it's a uh, it's saturday or sunday sunday it, it's sunday yeah yeah uh there's a lot of uh, i'm gonna try to go i'm gonna try to go for sure heck yeah i'll, I'll try to go too yeah because let's just hope the fox doesn't break down again <laughs> <laughs> never broke down just starter overheated <laughs> i call that a breakdown sir it started back up didn't need to get towed home or repaired but no the starter's been replaced that thing's been super super good just like i said i don't know what it is i i don't think i like driving that thing on the street anymore it's kind of annoying and uncomfortable let me guess you're gonna start thinking about selling it no 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 not thinking about selling it just thinking about now that the trailer call cap on that yeah same here Eh, whatever now that the trailer's coming i'm giving much much more serious thoughts of actually turning it into a drift car drift car are we gonna tandem together now let's do it let's fuck up let's, some paint hell yeah let's, <laughs> let me rub your tire on your door real quick 
But yeah, I think it's time that it gets into something where I'm not driving it on the street because I can't even take wifey in that car. She gets she gets very uncomfortable in it. Mm, but every time I drive it, I refuse to kind of let it go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Except for commuting. But <laughs> but yeah, also at the autism event, we are going to have a TFT Performante. That's our supporter of the show. He's going to be there as one of the Ooh. vendors, right? Yes, he is. So you'll actually catch him up at the top deck of the show. And uh, Manny, for sure, and maybe me, we're going to be there as uh, part of his little booth car collection and stuff. And are you usually, gonna have, are you going to have a little autograph signing right there? Oh, no, I'm going to be hiding in the shade because it normally <laughs> gets hot. And I oh, get annoyed, yeah, it's going to be hot. I'll be in the shade. <laughs> really? Oh, damn. I guess, I guess I'll bring out the tank top then. Shoot, I got to cover up. I'm a burn. I'm going to turn red. I just get darker. That is true. That is true. But yeah, uh, Scott will be there from TFT. He usually carries like oil, a couple of carbon fiber parts, exhaust pieces, down pipes. And, you know, if, if you ever had any questions about the different services they offer, about the repair shop and or even the wrapping and uh, um, tinting, the wheel changes, whatever that they'd offer there, that would be a good time to catch them and ask them some questions. Yeah, he, he's really he's he's a good guy. So he'll he'll take care of you. Uh, I mean, like me, he's taking care of me, especially I got my Euro t- uh, style taillights for the Mustang already installed and complete difference. And they look so much better on the car than just the standard red taillights. And I'm already talking with Scott again of uh, making an appointment with me with Element 6 design so we can wrap the hood on the El Camino as well. Nice. About time. Yeah, so hopefully I can get that done before the ARC Movement event. Okay. Very cool. All right. And uh, Leo, you had a drift event. Yes, there is. There is a drift event coming up soon. Uh, this Saturday, it's going to be Slow Loud Car Drift Clinic event at the Apple Valley Speedway. And Race FF Pod's going to be there as well with Team Topak, who he is uh, hosting as well. Very cool. And everybody, all our listeners, I think by this point, know Race FF Pod. That's Jaime. That's our uh, good friend of the show. He's my best friend. Ooh. Uh, you might want to be careful on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're best of buds. Jaime's going to send us an I've email already, that says cease and desist. Because <laughs> I've already sent him an anonymous tip. What? What's... I've already DM'd Jaime and told him if you ever saw Leo at that event to scream out, it's Mr. Bitch. You know what? I'm, I might not might not be coming to that event anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, Jaime never responded to that, so I don't even know. Well, he does it regardless. That, you know, he <laughs> actually true. does. Yeah, he does it on his own. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it on his own free will. <laughs> like at the, what was it? The NASA event. First thing he, like, he saw me, he was like, it's Mr. Bitches. I'm like, oh, there we go again. <laughs> I can never. That was his first time meeting you in person. First time meeting me. And the first thing he said to me. You know, you, you want to know something funny, Leo? I don't know if you know this already, but for the longest time, he thought that your IG account, Unknown V2, was a secondary account that I made and thought that it was me communicating with him when you first started messaging him. Yeah, I told him messaging like, oh, you, you have a problem with a uh, saliva girl? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut on that one. Lo- 
Your spit lolly? My, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you got me tripping on that one, buddy. <laughs> All right. Last event, Manny. All righty. And April 24th, uh, we're going to be having, or we're not going to, we're not going to be having, but the Pomona Classic Car Swap Meet is going to be happening on uh, April 24th from 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm going to definitely going to try to go there and take the El Camino out again spread its legs and enjoy seeing all the classic cars and maybe do some car shopping for parts. Very nice. It's actually kind of interesting. The three little segments we have here. Cause like, if you go to each one of these events, you're going to find a completely different category of car people. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. That's, that's a pretty wide net, right? Yeah, it is. It is because arc movement is more like the hot boy scene. And then we got the drift scene. Yeah. That's, and then we got the classic car scene. Yeah. That's like, three really really different little areas that we're all touching on that's actually pretty cool uh manny the pomona classic car show swap meet what kind of car can go in there or what year uh from what i've known already 86? and through experience 86 from what i from what i know from experience at this point if you have a certain year of an old classic car you pay this much if it's a newer car you pay a little bit more um i think like one of the brand new Camaros, somebody had to pay $80 just to get in because it wasn't a classic car, but he was trying to sell his car. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure yours is going to, they're going to see yours as an old car. So I don't think you have a problem about paying a little bit extra on that stuff. Yeah, but it's, it's like 86 should, or something. You, you should be fine, honestly. Oh, and I did read up on their website. They will not be asking or need proof of validation on vaccine or negative test results. And they won't require uh masks oh good but again uh practice safe social distancing practice safe hygiene uh, uh, practices and everything if you feel sick stay at home protect yourself protect others any this is kind of a weeb podcast so always practice hygiene please wash <laughs> your hands take a shower god damn it where deodorant but uh um leo i used to go to the pomona swap me a lot and i want to say from what i remember the cut off for quote unquote classic car parking is like 86 because i used to take my fox body and i used to lie to him and tell him it was an 85 or an 86 and that i just did the arrow swap front end to my car because that changed in 87 mm, then i guess i am gonna be there at the pomona classic car meet then Yes, you could probably check on the website to confirm, but I'm almost positive it's like around 86 because, like I said, I used to lie that my Fox body had the updated front end to get the Fox body in. They're going to have a registration of a clapped 85 Celica. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that make I mean, we've heard lots a lot of cars, so you'll fit right in. I'll be... I remember there were a bunch of cars breaking down as soon as entering. Or overheating, I guess, because they were waiting in line for too long. You were telling me that. Oh yeah, you'll see all types of cars. You'll see the best of the best show cars. You'll see some really nice cars, and you'll see cars being pushed into the parking lot. Sir, by any means necessary. And I'll have my own category: clapped. <laughs> clapped. We're gonna. Get, we'll be- we're gonna. I'm gonna make you a decal that says that. I will be by myself in the corner. It's a very lonely, lonely uh, category. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think with that, I think we have ourselves an episode. Fellas, uh, Manny, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? 
Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on wherever you listen to. iTunes, Spotify, on your Tesla, or your pickup truck. (laughs) And if you want to send an unaccepted rate, have any questions, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we will see everybody next Wednesday. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Adios.